0: All right, it's time for the check-in. The who cares about men's health? Declutter your life. Fix your mental health check-in. <laughs> it's, a, it's a challenge to get rid of some clutter. The premise is that, you know, your clutter uh, can cause mental anguish, whether it's that you look at it and you go, oh, that 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 used to be me or that that clutter represents stuff you didn't get done or if it's just you look at it and you just can't stand clutter. We We started out with Troy being a little apprehensive, but he really came on strong in week number two. Uh, I was pretty gung-ho to begin with, and we're going to find out how I did. And Mitch is taking a very systematic approach to what he's getting rid of. So let's check in with Mitch first and find out uh, what was this week. This week was close, or was that last week? Uh, Close was last week. So this week, I've been getting my partner
1: involved. And he's been hesitant about one thing or another, but we've been talking through it. He's been seeing what I've been doing, and he's participating. And so what I've brought in today is we've been getting rid of those good boxes. (laughs) <laughs> that seemed to take up all of our shelves, right? And I brought these boxes in, in particular, because, you know, every time it's like, oh, well, I'll keep that one special box. That's a really nice box. That's a box we should keep. This is for a little 3D camera attachment. And like the box literally only holds that one device, right? You can't take so that little
0: insert out and turn it into you know, a regular it's, box.
1: It's built into the box. Okay. Right. So it's like, what are, <laughs> It's, like it's still a nice ha- box though. I mean, thank you. I understand. understand. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is a recent
0: here. trend. Yeah, this is this this nice box thing is kind of a recent mm-hmm. trend, right? Like when Troy and I were kids, there was no such thing as a nice box and a not nice box. Right. Stuff came in boxes, and you got rid of the boxes and kept the stuff. <laughs> right. Now, now sometimes so we- the boxes can stay on your shelf longer than you own the stuff.
1: Right, and that's right. just it. It's like here is a fancy pen that he had. He got like two, three years ago. Cannot find the pen. Hmm. It's got a nice felt. You know, ooh, look how oh, nice a that is. Pen wow. bed. We had a whole shelf worth. It was a whole like trash bag worth of boxes that we
0: just got rid of. And it's just. How does that make you feel, Mitch? Getting rid of those nice boxes.
1: For me, it feels fantastic because it's like here's one for our little Roomba that we have. Why do we have this gigantic Roomba box? Well, what if we move and need to put the Roomba back in the box? And it's like.
0: OK, did you. Um, so it makes you feel great. Did you run into any problems getting rid of these boxes? Like what was the attachment that Jonathan has?
1: So it it 100 percent is that this could have a use. Right. And yeah. I, you know, and and so we had that conversation that I've been having with myself. Right. When I went through all my tech stuff, which is probably what we'll talk about next week. But like when was the last time I needed this one specialty cord right I'm holding on to it for technology that doesn't even exist anymore right but there's this idea of potential and so by talking about hey, you have all this camping stuff that you use regularly and you have a hard time putting it places and it's sticking out like what if we were to get rid of all these boxes and then you have a place for the stuff you do use yeah today yep yep, yep. and that was really the conversation that happened and It's it's night and day like suddenly like he has a little workout room in the back that now has more space. So it's it's great. It's absolutely great. But but there was a bit of. Are, you know picking up each box and being like when are you gonna use this <laughs> so it was yeah. good. Though it's good yeah
2: yeah at one point we had a closet like beneath our stairs that w- you couldn't even enter it because it had so many empty boxes in it and it was that same idea like <laughs> well we might use these someday storage <laughs> gifts you know and then it gets to a point it's just like we're not using these so it's it's i'm sure everyone's got that somewhere in their house the nice boxes or just you know even large boxes that could ha- come mm-hmm. in handy at some point
0: i'm gonna go next is that all right troy okay please all right. So um, I'm a, a little disappointed in myself, but I'm going to take advice from uh, what we've talked about on this podcast before. If if I could sum up how well I've done at this challenge over the past couple of weeks in a sound, this would be the sound. Yeah, it hasn't been pretty. I haven't done well. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the advice uh, that we give ourselves uh, in making any sort of change that sometimes you have to be kind to yourself. Right. And why am I not doing well? Is it because I'm actually not doing well or is it because of the expectations I set? Because at the beginning, I was going to follow the pattern of one thing on the first day, two things on the second day, three things on the third day, four things on the fourth day and so on. Right.
2: Let me correct you, Scott. That's not the pattern you were going to follow. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You did you did a huge items. number of items that first week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were
2: like, you were like right. 200. We did straighten that out, but you had like 200 items in the first week.
0: I did. So, I mean, the first week was kind of okay, but I've yeah. literally for the past two weeks have done nothing. Although I did make a promise last check-in that I was going to list this stuff on eBay, some of my tech that I thought I could actually get some money for. This might be three, 400 bucks here, this, mm-hmm. this laptop. You'll notice they're, they're, in, they're in boxes now, so and they've Ooh. got the packing material. And I weighed them because, you know, selling stuff on eBay <laughs> is a freaking process and a half. And I measured the boxes so I could put that in. And I wrote the descriptions, and I took the pictures, and they are now listed on eBay. So um, I, have, I have three things that I'm selling on eBay. So I guess that's progress. I'm just going to be kind to myself and say, hey, you know what? It wasn't the expectation that you had, but yet you're making progress. This is some pretty big progress, I think, even though it's not quantity, it's quality. Normally, I don't like to sell stuff because there's definitely a lot more activation energy and a lot more that you have to do to make that happen. But you know, for a100 dollars here and300 dollars there and maybe 80 bucks there, eh, it's worth it. So I have made a little progress in that respect.
1: Well, something I wanted to say real quick is there is a program nationwide in every state, and they take old tech and donate it to um, at our in need schools for their tech programs and their learnings things. So um, if you have old tech, old phones, old whatever, they actually use them in the tech labs of these at-need, at-risk schools. And so um, I just thought that was, for me, I'm I'm not going to list this 10-year-old iMac, but it's a place where I could give it. I don't have to pay that recycling fee. I just, and I know that it's going on to help someone else.
0: And by the way, I took a couple of old phones to Best Buy. This is not an endorsement of any particular business, but- Um, When I did, they actually take a lot of electronic stuff for free. Um, So yeah, look into them. I was really surprised as as much stuff as they took for free. So Troy, how are you doing? Doing well.
2: So this week was clothing for me and I thought I was doing pretty well with clothing because I'd done a big purge like a year ago. But once again, it's those things and it's funny. I, I don't want to sound like a jerk saying this, but I have a lot of what I was referring to as my fat clothes. These were suits and like nice clothing items, like really nice clothing items that just do not fit me anymore. And again, not necessarily, you know, I I can't say I was fat. We talked about the whole BMI episode, but I was I did fall into the overweight category. And this was, you know, about five, six years ago. And I kept thinking, well, what if I put the weight back on? I've got to keep this stuff around. <laughs> but at this point, I'm just like, hey, I'm not using this stuff. And so I got rid of it. So I uh, unloaded a couple of really nice suits that I just am like, they don't fit. It's funny because uh, with Laura, her and my wife, they had a family photo like two years ago and I had not worn a particular suit. They wanted everyone to wear like a gray color. So I pulled out this gray suit and I put it on and I looked like a child wearing his father's <laughs> dress up, his father's clothes, like dress up or something. It was embarrassing. And I didn't even do it until the day of. So that's what I wore to the photo. <laughs> but uh, So anyway, so I unloaded this stuff. That was my big project of the week. Trying to unload clothing, um, Stuff that just doesn't fit, stuff I haven't worn. And again, it was that same process of saying, hey, I haven't used this. I don't expect I'm going to use this anytime soon. There's no reason to hold on to it.
0: Yeah, with those nice suits, it can be tough though,
2: right? It is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to get rid of, you know, like an old shirt or something, an old Mm t-shirt. But it's quite another thing when it's a, you know, a really nice suit that at some point you paid several hundred dollars for. And it's like, well, this is a great suit. I can't get rid of it. But again, if you're not wearing it, if it doesn't fit, no reason to keep it.
0: Yeah, I wonder how that'll play in two years. So, I mean, uh, it's it's also good to get rid of it because then if you do start putting back weight uh, back on, then you have to, it's, it's like a good punishment. <laughs> exactly. You're going to go, you're going to have to go out and buy a fat suit now. <laughs> I, I, that's exactly right. It, and that's kind of the thought I had, like, well, do
2: I really want to have this there in case I put 20 pounds back on, you know, because then I'm like, well, I can't put 20 pounds on. It's going to cost me several hundred dollars to go buy buy more clothing. So, you know, so you don't, you don't want to keep that there, I guess with, with that in mind.
0: All right. So next week, guys, what you working on next week? Let's go to Troy first.
2: You know, Scott, I, I have saved the worst for last and it is the garage. It's like the place we all dread. (laughs) It's like the final resting place for everything before it finally makes it to the trash (laughs) or to, you know, to a thrift shop. So, Here's the challenge. This is why this is the grand finale. It's like the perfect storm of items. It's number one items I might use someday. And there's a good chance of that. Number two, there's the sentimental value. Like my grandfather passed away years ago. And at the time he passed away, um, my grandmother gave me all his old tools or a lot of his old tools. And I have these, you know, these containers of screws and nuts and bolts he had collected over the years, too, that he thought he would use someday, so it's the perfect storm of it's sentimental like, value, things I might use someday.
0: So this is gonna be a challenge. Geez. Mitch, yeah. next week, what's next week look like for you?
1: I'm gonna get a little out of the box. I have uh I'm gonna be doing a digital cleanup. Um I have oh. in all the years I have like digital decluttering. Much- I'm up to 12 terabytes in my life and I need to get <laughs> that shrunk down. And so I have, I found in, in cleaning everything up, I found all the SD cards. I found all of the little USB drives that I've gotten over the years and I downloaded a program. I bought a program that's going to find duplicates at every, and et cetera. So, because I, I don't know where all my projects are. I have like a lifetime worth of work, and I can't tell you which which files and where they are. So I'm going to get a little outside of the box because we have a small apartment. We've done most of that cleaning stuff, and I'm going to focus on my digital digital life. So, I love wow. digital
0: decluttering. Uh, I have Evernote that just is a mess. It stresses me out thinking about all the stuff that's in there, it, just like you said. It, and digital, it, it could be so out of sight, out of mind. It's
1: a little black box that has like... Yeah. A, bajillions of things in there and I have no idea where anything is. So I'm gonna gonna find all the duplicates and make an organization system
0: and see if I can't shrink it down a bit. I like it. If I was to describe my strategy in audio terms next week, this would be it. <laughs> I don't know that what my strategy like, is next
2: week. <laughs> that sounded a lot like your description of your success so far. So it sounds <laughs> sounds fairly pessimistic. <laughs>
0: Uh, I I don't know what my strategy is. Troy, I'm thinking of the garage as well. I did a garage purge two or three years ago when we moved, but I want to get in there and uh, insulate and drywall and then put up some storage. So, you know, even though maybe I'm not going to accomplish as much on this as I want to of getting rid of stuff, I think that our going through this challenge has set my mindset that sure, I could put up shelves on every square foot of my garage and just keep all those things. But I think I'm going to go in with the mindset of what is it that I use? How can I make it that that is the most accessible, easy stuff to get? What is stuff that I need to continue to keep that I might not use all the time? Where can that go? And then not cover every square foot of my garage and shelving. So I think it's, it's a mindset that I'm going in that I might not have had a couple of years ago. So, All right, well, it sounds like um, we're all doing pretty good. Any uh, final observations before we wrap up this uh, check-in for week number three?
2: Well, you know, my big observation, Scott, the biggest challenge I've had with this is as I've gotten rid of things, I've thought to myself, I have space for it. Like, why do I have to get rid of it? So it's been sort of a change in mentality where I think it gets back to a lot of what we talked about early on in this, that it's not about, do I have space? It's more like, what does this bring to my life? Uh, What does this really add to my life? And it's also sort of that change in mentality of saying, hey, I'm not my stuff. This is not me. I have this stuff. I don't need to hold on to this for some sense of identity. I am who I am. And, you know, a lot of these items that may have sentimental value, I think there's there's some value in, in learning to let go of those things. So I think that's probably been the bigger thing for me. Like every time I've done this before, it's been about either we're moving or we're trying to remodel and I don't want to move all this stuff. I just need to get rid of it because it's taking up space where this has been a very different mentality. And I think getting back to the mental health piece, I think that's been a really positive thing. How has it impacted your mental health? I, I think that's the biggest thing. It, it's really, it, even now as I'm looking around, I'm you know obviously still decluttering, but it's it, it has become more not so much again like, oh yeah, this closet's got plenty of room. I can just leave this stuff here. It's more like, hey, this isn't something I use. It's not something that brings anything to my life. I don't need to hold on to this stuff. And so I, I think like Dr. Chan talked about early on, he said something that stuck with me. He said, You know, we think about the past and it makes us sad and we think about the future and it makes us anxious. And so I think it kind of takes that piece out where, you know, you hold on to a lot of things and and maybe it there is kind of that sentimental piece, but it's also kind of like, hey, why do I need to hold on to this? And, and uh, you know, let's focus on the here and now and where I am now. And, uh, you know, I think I think that's just from a mental health perspective, that's, a, I think, a more,
1: more positive thing. With Jonathan going through this same process and kind of exposing him to these ideas, it's kind of cool to see how excited he is, right? We've this kind of break in, you know, he's starting to look at more. He's like, you know, I would like a new chair, Right. And it's being able to say, well, this chair that we've had forever, it's perfectly good. It's perfectly whatever to be like, get something that you actually want, like get some, you know, not just, you know, make space for what you're doing right now. Not, you know, the identity you had two, three years ago. And Mm -hmm. this piece of furniture is not, you know, define you. We can get rid of it and get something new, you know. So it's been really interesting to kind of get rid of the stuff and see how excited he is about rethinking about how we use our space what we put in that space and actually making room for now.
0: Yeah. So, and how it makes like you it. feel. Yeah. yeah. And, and how you feel in that space and how, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you'd like to join us with the declutter challenge, we still have one more week left. I think, I think we're doing this, we're doing this for 30 or 31 days. So you can do so just go to facebook.com slash who cares men's health and go ahead and let us know how you want to participate, why you want to participate, maybe uh, post up some photos of some of the stuff you're getting away. Uh, and Yeah, join us and and see if it improves your mental health as well with the declutter challenge with who cares about men's health.